Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to the Can We Help You podcast. My name is Sasha. I'm Jax. I'm Franco. And we are the two guys and gal you wish that you had in your life in person, but you don't. You get us via podcast instead because we help you this with your questions. This just keeps getting cleaner and cleaner, doesn't it? We're it's the been best three-way you ever could have wished for. It's been a while. How long has it been since we recorded? Oh, my God, it's been like a year or three something. Three weeks? No, it's only been three weeks, but we usually record <laughs> at least once a week. So three weeks feels like a very long break. And we're about to have an even longer break than that. Yes. So I've been away and Sasha is about to go away. So um, it, it's been a bit of a mess. I've been sick. I got back from the UK and I came down with a mystery illness. Um, and Sasha's about to go a away. So we're going to drop down to one a week, one episode a week uh, mm. over the next few weeks. And then when Sasha's back from her cute little holiday, we'll go back to your regularly scheduled programming, two episodes a week again. For a while um, at least. But for a while, so but sorry to screw you around, guys. Sorry, guys. Um, we we know that you we're a part of your routine, and when we're not a part of your routine, everyone, including us, we get we get frazzled. But hey, we're we're here for now. I feel like we've got enough episodes to to kind of for people to go back while we're while we're off for a little bit. Go and check out one oh, of the okay. much 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 older episodes. You know, the back archives. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know how Hamish and Andy they did like a special of like their back archives. Reckon we could do something like that. Should we do the remembering project? Well, yeah, so what they did is they, they went through the archives and then they made a podcast of them going through the archives, which sounds like a bit more work. Oh. And w- what okay. we're saying Not is we don't even, want to do work. No, but th- but still, like, that's what they had the run sheets, right? And which I think is great because when we worked together on Jason PJ in Melbourne and we would, like, Jax, you had the run sheet from every single yeah, yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. collected sheet. all of the do run sheets. Do you still sheets. have them? I don't know what happened to them. I should have kept them. 
I don't know where you they went. You should have. What's wrong with you? Because that's quite funny, yeah. like going back you and looking at it. definitely like, What the hell was this story? What were we doing? But, yeah, that would have been quite – because, you know, if um, for those who don't work in radio – um, every show has like a little plan and it kind of lays out what the segments are going to be. But often it's just a keyword or like a sentence. It's not, you know, you don't have the attached information with it. So, you know, going back and looking at it and being like, what was this? Oh, yeah, it was that. I think it's such a great idea. But, yeah, you're right, Franco, that's way too much work. And also just flat out copying them and we're not we're not in that business. We're, no, we're not going to be, be doing any remembering. No, no remembering. You can go remember. Also, we haven't been doing this for 15 years. You don't know. We might be doing it in 15 years' time. Mm-hmm. And then we can do a remembering project. Yeah, sure. Jax, how was your trip and how are you feeling? I'm – look, I am almost recovered. Uh, the trip was great. The weather was not. Um, oh. We So, firstly, I know you all gave me shit about stopping over in London before going to Rome. Well, guess what happened? The flight got delayed. So – I ended up just going straight <laughs> London, three-hour stopover, Rome. So, anyway. Oh, um, wait. Had oh, you paid, well, I you guess paid that for a hotel, then. hadn't you? Well, we had booked a hotel. Thankfully, it's like a hotel at the airport and it was like, you know, as long as you cancel before like 2 o'clock on the day you get here. And so it was it was cutting it fine, but I was like, cancel, <laughs> cancel, right. please. I don't want to pay for that. Were you at the airport when your flight was delayed or did you find out your flight was delayed before you got to the airport? No, we got – so we were cruising along. We got it to the airport early, feeling good, easy check-in, bags in – Lardy darny da, wandering through. We had little lounge passes, so we went to the lounge. And I'm at the lounge just having a little suss at what food is there at the lounge. And I feel my phone vibrate, vibrate, vibrate. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Who's messaging me? Uh, I pick up some food, saunter over to a table and sit mm. down and start eating. And then I get my phone out and it's like, oh, your flight's delayed. Now, my fl- our flight was supposed to leave at 11.33 p.m. Mm-hmm. That's very specific. Oh, I'm right. Ridiculously specific. And it said, your flight has been delayed till 12. And I went, oh, okay, it's only half an hour. 27 minutes, that's fine. And I was like, that's fine. And then I went, hang on a second, 12 p.m.? <gasps> 12 what? p.m.? No, it that's wasn't. That's not a delay. Tomorrow. That's, that's, that's what happens when they, they can't sell a flight, so they just combine two other flights, surely. That's, that's so, way more than it's just a delay. Oh, my God. Oh, so I was like, shit, what the hell are we going to do? So um, thankfully, because we weren't using it as a stopover, because we had our flight to Rome the next day, it actually all worked out fine, but we had to stand in a queue, really, really, really long queue of everyone on that flight. <laughs> it was like, I need to get to London. And uh, they said, look, we got no crew, so we've delayed it to tomorrow. And, um, and they said, we can put you up in a hotel. I said, can you just give us a cab home? And they were like, oh, all right. <laughs> so we took a cab home and uh, had a sleep, oh, <laughs> got up and went back in the morning. That's... That's fucking depressing though. Like you get so excited to go on your holiday and getting to the airport, getting through security, that's when like the real excitement hits because you're like, all right, yeah. we're here, we're, we're ready to go. And then you have to turn around and go home. Did you get all your the way bags home and then back? back again? Well, here's the thing. I said, so will we get our bags? And she said, you can, but it'll take somewhere between two and five hours. And I was oh, like, what the f- my. 
God. Because they have to, whoever wants their bag out, they have to go and dig through all the bags, find the bag, get that bag out, because not everyone obviously is going to have their bag taken out. So I said, don't worry oh, so about they, it. The plane was there and everything, all the bags the were sitting, sitting on the plane, there. but they bags just, they just the couldn't crew it up. Couldn't crew oh, it up. You could have just gotten on the plane, surely, and just like slept there for, a, you know, oh, slept there overnight and then, then taken off. Was there any part of you that considered staying at the airport and just like sleeping on a bank of chairs somewhere? Oh, and- no, absolutely not. <laughs> we have our own bed 20 minutes up the road. So I thought, get us a cab, we're going home. Uh, and then we, we turned around in the morning and went straight back to the airport, got on the plane, which was kind of nicer in the end because it ended up being a day flight rather than an overnight flight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we landed in uh, Heathrow, changed terminals, and then it turned out that um, the day we landed, the day we were flying to Rome was a bank holiday in London and so it was absolute pandemonium, pandemonium. at London Heathrow. Oh, no. And so we didn't get seated together. Oh, no. Um, thankfully, it was only a two-hour flight. But there's like, you know, we, we went up to the girl at the check-in and we are like, any chance you could seat us together? She's like, it's a full flight, so ask at the gate. We wander over to the gate and there's about 30 people who have bought a seat on this plane but don't have a, a, an assigned seat. They've bought a ticket, they don't have a seat. And so they're like, listen, guys, I don't know if we're going to be able to get you all to Rome. And, and I was like, oh, excuse me, we're not what? seated together. And she's like, <laughs> if you have a seat, you're lucky. Shut up. Yeah. Go away you're and we're not changing anyone's seats. So Wait. <laughs> that was a lovely start to the trip. Was this? Does that mean they oversold the flight, or I don't understand how you yeah. book a flight? Not they oversold a, the flight. Oh, it was oversold. By about thirty oh, people. This has been fuck. happening a lot lately. Yeah. Oh, I'm yep. honestly terrified. We fly out in a few days, and I keep going on you to might. the website to check my flight because I'm, and I know it's like a, what, four days out. What is it going to say? It's not going to say anything yet. But I'm just, I'm so paranoid that something uh, bad's going to uh, happen. Flying in 2023, no. it's it's a it's a crapshoot, I think, because then on the way back from Rome to London, um, what happened was the day before we were flying is I don't know if you guys saw the news, but it was like the day that air traffic control in London just like shat itself. Yes, I did see that. That's I didn't put right. two and two together that you would be flying yeah. then. Oh yeah. no! And so we the day before we left, we we you know we were in Rome, which. You know, Rome was lovely. Weather was very, very wet, very humid and hot. And it was like, I mean, the amount of sweat that I sweat over that week and a half that we were away is just ridiculous. But anyway, um, we we went to a cooking class and and we hadn't obviously been keeping up with the news or anything because who cares, you're on holiday. And there's this old American um, family there at this cooking class. And we're getting a chatting and I was like, yeah, yeah, we're off to London tomorrow. And they're like, oh, if you can get there. Mm. I was like, what are you talking about? And they're like, oh, you haven't seen the news. All these flights have been cancelled because of the absolute chaos at, again, Heathrow. And so I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. So but thankfully by the time we we got to the airport early and... It was all fine and we made it to back to London. It sounds like for such a short trip that you probably spent most of your holiday in an airport. <laughs> sounds not like the it. whole holiday. I've got to, I've got to ask you because, you know, you're from Australia, obviously. I know it's not mm. as long to fly to Europe from America as it is from Australia. Mm. But did it feel weird going somewhere like Rome for a holiday and only being there 
Oh, and London. I know you went to London as well. Did it feel weird only going to Europe for a week? Like that's just, I wouldn't even, like yeah. I'd go to Queensland for a week. You know what I mean? Like going all the way to Europe I've for one week. I've never heard of someone going to Europe for a week. <laughs> no. It's different when you're coming from Australia because you spend a day, a day each side in the air. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think um, it's kind of like, I mean, it's 10 hours from London, uh, from LA to London. So it's kind of like going from Australia to Japan, mm. which, you know, you'd probably spend a week, a week, week and a half in Japan, I reckon. Nah, uh, so yeah, it's, it's not, not as yeah, bad. I don't no, think. That makes, that makes more sense. I mean, yeah, some people don't. Some people I've got spend more than a, month, a week but yeah. in Japan. Yeah. A week, two weeks in Japan. The typical Australian Japan trip is two weeks, I'd say. Yeah. So what was your highlights then of your trip? Um, I really enjoyed the food in Rome. Was very, mm. I mean, some of the food in Rome, some of it obviously is a little bit. It's hard. To, it's it's so Italy's hard. been hit and miss. Yes, it's so um, hard because okay. there are so many. I, I'm pretty sure I told you guys I had the worst cannoli of my life in Italy. Like I've never mm. had a worse cannoli than the one I got in Venice. It's so hard to pick good food sometimes. You think it'd be easy, but there are so many tourist traps. Oh, so many. Scary. You know, it's a funny place like Rome. That, uh, I was thinking about this. It's so, I mean, it's a, it's. In a we- it's kind of bizarre in a way because it's like this modern city surrounded like by these ancient like ruins and buildings and stuff and it's almost mm. like, whoa, hang on a second. But That's so weird. Um, Good weird. There's so many tourists and I'm not sure what it would be like to live in a live city there. that has that many tourists all the time. But, um, you know, lovely people, lovely place, great food, great gelato we had. Mm. Um, so that was very good. Um, went on to London and did all the London things, went on the London Eye. Again, oh, ter- way, way oh, worse wow. weather, even worse weather. I mean, not as sticky, but just rained all yeah, the time. Yeah, I've been checking. Well, that's an authentic experience in London, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I know. London's our first I, uh, stop and it's finally in range for me to check the forecast. And at this stage yeah. it looks like it's going right? to be raining. Yep. Yeah. And Shane was like, uh, oh, I well, mean, it's the authentic London experience. I was like, yep, you're not wrong. Yeah. The other thing is... And look, I know we have a lot of people who listen to this show from London, and I love yous, but your food is awful. It's just atrocious. How? I don't. I think that's a generalization. The bad food. No, nah, nah. it's it's and you I, can't find good food there. I I disagree. I've been doing a lot of research trying to find places to go to eat, and I've kind of decided to. I actually I had a listener of the podcast reach out with somewhere to go, which I'm really excited oh, to lovely. try which is like a uh, Indian, oh, I, th- I don't know if it's Indian, it might be Bangladeshi, but it's a, they do breakfast and they do like naan, bacon and oh, egg wraps and stuff. I'm really excited to go there. It's called Dishoom um, and there's one near where we're staying. But from what I can tell, I think there's, where did you eat? Like what, did you go to a pub? Did you have a Sunday roast, which is where yeah, I'm excited went to, to a go. pub. Yeah. And the pub was all right, but it was no better than an Australian pub. We went and got fish and chips from... The place was I think supposed we're a bit to be great. spoiled. Was, Australian pubs are very good. Australian yeah. cafes good. are the best in the world. Very good, very good cafes. We went to um, we went to a, a cafe to get breakfast, and it was oh boy, and it was like it was rated like four point eight or something, and everyone was like, oh my god, this is the best place ever, and I was like, this is what you call four point eight. I mean, oh sorry to all you lo- all the lovely this, Londoners out there. But I've, I've heard though that like the idea of going to a cafe for breakfast is just a thing that happens here. Like people don't think do it's that in other thing. countries. Yeah. That being said, like we went to some Indian places, which were which were all right, but like not as good as Australia. And we went to this. This is the the most egregious of the whole trip. Was we were like we wandered down to this bakery that was near us, 
And it was get it got all these rave reviews, rave, rave reviews. And I was like, all right, let's give it a go. It's a bakery. How bad can it be? Mm. Wandered wandered down. It's a Saturday morning or something, I think. And there we got there and there was a queue. There was a queue of about 15 people out the door. And I was like, okay, well, this is promising. Promising. Queue. You know, you people don't queue for bad food. Mm. So we get to the we get to the front. <laughs> and I queued for Guzman, don't pastries. ever forget. <laughs> Guzman's fine. No, Guzman's good, bad. but like who queues for Guzman? Only idiots. Anyway, well, that's true. Continue. But this gets good reviews, great reviews, 4.8 or something, and, you know, they're like, oh, there's always a queue, but it's worth it. And we're looking like, oh, yeah, these look these look pretty good. We get like an almond croissant and get a, you know, this whatever, you know, this version of a sausage roll that they have that's weird. And we get like this sort of custard um, bun. And uh, I get a hot chocolate. My wife gets a coffee, and we're like, okay, cool. We even to the point where we're like, oh, this looks cool. This is a cool little place. There's a they have a cookbook. We're like, you know, oh, maybe we should oh, buy a cookbook. Good. You know, blah blah blah. Should be good. Anyway, <laughs> we get our pastries. We get our coffees, and we we wander out and we sit on the bench, rip open the uh, almond croissant, and take one bite, and then it's like the most disgusting thing I've ever eaten in my life. Just full what? of oil. So Aww. I threw that out, tried the sausage roll, awful, chucked that out. Oh, dear. Went to the cream, the custard bun. Custard's like all seized and split. And <laughs> it was disgusting. So I chucked that out. And we're like, all right, well, let's try the trick. You know, I mean, how bad, how hard can a hot chocolate be? Hot chocolate, worst hot chocolate <laughs> I've ever had in my life. Just threw it out. That was that bad. And my wife was, took a sip of her coffee and was like, God, this is disgusting and what? threw it out. And we were like, what the hell are we going to do for breakfast now? Wow. So we were like, I guess we're going to have to go to Macca's and get Oh, my Macca's God, Macca's breakfast. breakfast. I mean, look, I think that's, that's the thing. I, when you're travelling, there's something about a McDonald's. Um, oh, I think I ate so at them way too much last time I went. But I've got to say there's something about going through to the Golden Arches and knowing that it's probably yep. going to taste almost exactly the same. You know, you're yep. going to get nuggets and chips and a cheeseburger and it's going to taste yep. exactly like it does at home. Yep. It's not gourmet. It's not fancy. It's not good for you. But there's something about it's it. it's good. It's comforting. It's good. It's like, oh, okay. It's exactly. It's like a big warm hug. Like people gave me so much shit for eating at Hard Rock in Rome. But this is the thing, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen. I feel like that's what Rome is, though. <laughs> oh Rome is just known God. for being just a tourist uh, trap. Like, uh, yes, no, you'll but- go to the Hard Rock in Rome because it's, it's not really a place that's known for its food. Italy is, but not Rome. No, it was just we we were so exhausted of like trying to find good places because you do you just you got you like thing. this looks good and you go in and I'm like okay it looks authentic and then you eat the food and I'm like fuck man I could have made this better at home like I what know, the fuck I and know, then you I see know. a stalwart of American cuisine I know. that's. That's familiar, and, and like, you go. You know what? Go Fuck! I'm going to grab a cheeseburger a and some ribs yep. and some chips yep. and, and a free stupid- refills, free drink refills. Yeah, yep. and sit next to Mick Jagger's jacket. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and you just can't feel- do that at home. No. Yep. <laughs> well, you can't. There's no Hard Rocks in Australia anymore. I don't think so. Um, did, did the one is the one in Sydney gone? I believe There's so. One in Sydney is oh there? Goodness. I don't know. I've never. I've, I think I'm, I went once when I was a kid. I, I have gone to the one in Sydney an embarrassing amount of times. I <laughs> <laughs> see everyone gave me shit for Hard Rock, but I yeah. literally have only ever been overseas. The other thing is because when you're in Rome, when you're in Italy, I mean, pizza and pasta are their staples, right? And like you do a lot of walking, a mm. lot of walking, or mm. we did at least. 
and you burn a lot of calories, but Jesus, that's a lot of carbs that you consume. Oh, yeah. And sometimes you just want something yep. that isn't carbs. You know, sometimes you some, want something that not isn't carbs. What are you talking no, about? No, like, I mean that was in London, no, right? Like, like heavy, you know, like pasta carbs. I, I get what yeah. you're saying, but that's yeah. as well like the the culture and the the way that people eat there is different. That's why lunch is the big meal in Italy because yeah. you don't like yeah you need to kind of pace yourself through the day <laughs> because because you go and you get you have pastries for breakfast, carbs. You go and have lunch. You have pasta, and you have. Bread always at the start of the meal. So you have bread and then you have pasta and then mm-hmm. wh- wh- whatever you're going to have for dinner, whether it's, I don't know, pasta, pizza, there's going to be some sort of carb, probably some sort of bread. And, you know, maybe you go and get like street food, you know, arancini, soupli, soupli. carbs. Oh, it's all carbs. I, I mean, delicious. Stop. No. All carbs. So maybe sometimes you want a steak from Hard Rock, you know? I, yep. think, you, I think you maybe messed up with the, with the dinner carbs that's i feel like that's just not a thing that happens too much in italy i mean my my italian grandparents always just used to have like spinach for dinner like at dinner just wasn't really a thing yeah but but when you go into a restaurant yeah you don't go to a restaurant and order spinach spinach yeah you're on holiday frankly yeah true but the thing is the thing is yeah you're on holiday you're in rome but it's not it's not as the locals do you can't do that many carbs to yourself nah they're all skinny as well europeans are thin like that yeah, none of, you don't do see so many overweight Europeans. There. Yeah. No, but I think, and that's the thing, you know how people are like, oh, I can't eat pasta and bread, it's bad for you. It's clearly fucking not because look at Europe, look at the yeah, Italians, look at the day. French. Yeah, they know how to eat properly. Yeah. Good I will say, though, highlight of the trip, we went to um, the very final night was the uh, the park festival where I got to see McFly, my favourite band ever, and it was worth it was worth all the bad weather and the bad food. I've just got no wow. idea who that is. <laughs> I can't. Look, I can't why? get excited for what? you. I just I'm, all I think of is Back to the Future. I'm pretty well, sure no, they're I like mean, a, obviously you know. I, I don't know what McFly is, but it's kind of like the Jonas Brothers, right? It's just like a pop, I'm just like a pop yeah. band. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Reminiscent of the Jonas Brothers. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you. Yeah, good for you, Jax. <laughs> um. Well, thanks for. Yes, we should. Thank you very much. <laughs> Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So McFly is an English pop rock band and the members are Tom, Danny, Dougie and Harry. And that's pretty yeah. much everything you need to know about McFly. Do they have side fringes? I feel like they have side um, fringes. 
Yeah. I'm definitely looking at a few here, but in the older photos, yeah. They've yeah. been around for, for about 20 years. God. Yeah, it was 20 years this year as a band. I've just never heard oh, of them. No, um, Who are these pretty people? Pretty sure, yeah. No, there's one of them still has a side fringe. Oh. Great. They're very attractive. Um, they're sure. famous in the UK. Sure. Apparently. Take your word. Yeah, oh. okay. Sure. Hey, hey, I've got a question here from Ronnie, and it's a repeat Ronnie. Ronnie's written in before. Oh. Um, oh thank you, Ronnie. Thank you for paying someone else's taxes. Yeah. <laughs> Ronnie writes, I'll just give my question tax. Ages ago, last spring, I sent in a question about me getting too glonky. Glonky, that's a fun word. Oh, well, in that case, Ronnie Ronnie is due because, you know, taxes are yearly, but carry once on. Well, that's, yeah, true. Well, once every few months, I reckon, for us. But anyway, <laughs> we digress. Uh, getting too glonky at the spring races party and I fell over in my heels and then I talked to people from that night. They all said we were all on the same level drunk. I wasn't being too rude or upset, just being a bit of a woo girl like the rest of my team. I remember this question. I do Ronnie was concerned about about how her co-workers uh, thought of her. Yep, I remember. Okay. So Ronnie says the CEO got me an Uber home. Um, They didn't want people to pay. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, nothing happened at work. Oh, that's lovely, Ronnie. Glad for you. See, we told you. Uh, no calls we into told you HR. Be fine. Yeah, there's been a Christmas party and conference party since. Uh, one of the young guys threw up on the CEO, spilt red wine everywhere. One of the seniors <laughs> came oh, downstairs in his robe and started singing karaoke. And another Don't senior started crying to the CEO about her life. So it sounds like you weren't the worst by far, Ronnie. No way. Oh, my God. Don't talk to the CEO at any parties. Do not. Just stay away from them. My God. Stay away. Uh, uh, Ronnie says, however, I recently had my six-month review for the, for the past six months uh, and it was uh, my behaviour was brought up by my manager who pulled oh. a bit of an eek face mm. when mentioning it. I completely died inside because I was already so embarrassed about it all. And I have no idea why something that happened last November has anything to do with the past six months of my work performance at all. He wasn't even there at the time. He left after a couple of drinks. So when you guys said no one else is thinking about it but you, you were wrong. There's a snake in the office who has been sitting on this for almost a year and holding on to this ammunition until bonus times arrived. I don't even know if this is legal or how to approach HR about it, seeing as pretty much all new staff in the office. Uh, I feel like this was only said to try and hurt my feelings and to put me down. My manager was also saying things like, well, look, it's your life and if that's how you want to live it, that's up to you and things like that. Now, I'm not a party animal and I have no idea what he's talking about. Even if I do go out, I wouldn't post it on social media. I don't know why he has this assumption that I'm living some ridiculously wild life. So to Ronnie's question, how can I approach HR about this feedback for my half-yearly review or should I consider just changing jobs, seeing as they will clearly dig deep to try and find any flaws in, the empl- in their employees, but which have nothing to do with their work performance? In fact, my performance has been at the best in the past six months. Or third option, should I find out who the snake is, film them doing some weird shit at the next party, sit on that for a year until their bonus comes around and then throw them under the bus to HR? Oh, my Thanks God. Thanks a lot from Ronnie. See, uh, Thank you, Ronnie, for your question. I just want to get some clarification. So mm. Ronnie had a half-year review and the yep. manager brought up the races and how Ronnie acted at the yeah. races. How Ronnie's behaviour at the races over nearly a year ago. Which was, yeah, over six months ago. 
Why yeah. does Ronnie think there was a snake who went to her manager? Here's my because thinking, her manager wasn't there when Ronnie was was behaving drunkenly. And obviously it was over six months ago, so Ronnie's saying obviously there's a snake who has come and so, yeah. said, listen. The reviewing manager obviously heard about this from someone. Yeah, from yeah see, I think, Ronnie, you might have jumped to a conclusion that someone's come up to your manager in time for your six-month review to say this. My feeling is perhaps more that someone told your manager at the time, like the next day, and mm. then it was in their head that you misbehave at work events. That's more what I don't think. Why would someone go up? Why would someone do that right before a bonus? Is an office mole literally a mole in both? In both <laughs> no, senses I, of the I think yeah. Everyone would have everyone would have talked about it. Everyone would have talked about it at the time, and then it would have been forgotten about. And honestly, what I think has happened is someone somewhere in like the management structure doesn't like Ronnie, and has found this excuse to be the reason that they mm. let them go. Oh, that they do- no. Well, Ronnie's not getting let go. Ronnie's just not getting a bonus. So, yeah. so maybe or, they're just yeah. desperate for excuses to not mm. give you a bonus, Ronnie. I've, got, sounds- I've got a friend who's in a very similar situation. Who, who, yeah, wants a raise and and has been told no because of this and this and this. Yeah. And the mm. reasons that they've been given are the exact same things that everyone else at the job does. And and the assumption was like, oh, I thought that was fine, but mm. it's because uh. it's kind of fine. But like we turn a blind eye to it, like getting a bit. What was it, Gronky? Glonky, that's it. Getting a bit glonky is is something that can be totally ignored. But if you're asking for a raise, then maybe it's a reason that we can say no. Which is, uh, to to me, it's bullshit. Ronnie did it once. They said that they've been to parties twice now. It's such crap. And you know what, Someone vomited on the CEO for fuck's sake. I know. It sounds like maybe they must work in an industry that gets a bit loose and they're going to the races for work events. Clearly some kind of sales team, I reckon. Sales (laughs) or like, yeah, some sort of. Some yeah, some sort of media. I don't know. Um, I'd love to know, but yes, uh, I think Ronnie. Option number two is your best bet. I think that um, there's obviously some sort of toxicity in your workplace where they're bringing up something from nearly a year ago as a reason to not give you your bonus. Also, when it's a faux pas, you definitely you know getting a bit glonky in front of the CEO and all of that, needing someone to pay for your Uber home, you know. It's not the best thing to do, but from all accounts it sounds like you've wised up since then, which is great. You learnt your lesson. That's what life's all about. Um, But it sounds like it's pretty pretty icky that they're going to try and deny you a bonus because you got pissed at a party once and haven't done it since and it was a year ago. I'd be looking for another job, somewhere where they're going to actually give you that bonus. Yeah, because the other thing is like did – did did someone like pull you aside after and say, "Hey, listen," because Ronnie's saying no one really mentioned it afterwards, and and clearly there's been more mm. egregious examples since. If if your manager pulls you aside the day after and says, "Hey, listen, I know we all went a bit crazy, or I heard you guys all got a bit crazy," totally, you know, whatever, do whatever you want on your own time, but just you know, when you're on the mm. company's dime on the company's time, you know, just keep it a little bit, you know, under wraps. If they said that, then maybe you know, at at the um at your performance review, maybe they have a, you know, a reason to bring it up and say, hey, listen, I know, but let's, you know, next year, I know you've been good, blah, blah, blah. But if no one said anything and then now they're like, oh, yeah, but remember that time that you got really drunk and fell over and grazed your knees? Yeah, it seems so unfair, hey? Doesn't seem right. 
Yes. What would snaky? That's what it is. It's snaky. snaky. I don't mm. think there's a mole. I think I think there might be many moles. I think it might mole. be an organization yeah, of moles. moles. Yeah, I think it's just the business it's you a work for. Moly workplace. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pity, Ronnie. Um, I don't think you should seek revenge. I don't think there's a snake. I don't think there's a single snake involved. To me, I it think just they're sounds all like snakes. Yeah, it's just shitty management. Like they're just trying to deny you money. You know what I think you should do, Ronnie? I think you should attend all the parties, but you should stay relatively sober, but you should video everyone else. So eventually, slowly but surely, you'll have yeah, ammunition you on everyone and <laughs> you'll be able to blackmail every single person there. And you'll you can have a different thumb drive in your desk for exactly. each employee and you can just pull each one out whenever you need to. Before you know it, you will be the CEO that people are vomiting on because you will have all, you will know where all the skeletons are buried. So It only works if it's management though. It only works if it's management. If it's employees, then they're all in the same boat. Ronnie's in the same boat with the employees. Ronnie needs to bust management I reckon you can still use it over the employees. You can still use it over the employees, you know. Just, oh, I've got the Ola. I could take this to uh, to John, the manager, but, uh, you know, unless you do something for me, I think that's what you got to do, Ronnie. Who has that much Who has that much energy? Like who could care so much to do what well, you're I saying? Mean, why not? You know, just do it. Some people, some people just make it their job. Yeah. Just All right. Revel, Some people get revel in your own sneakiness. I stand by my previous advice. Go get another job, Ronnie, and don't get glonky at that one. <laughs> glonky? Good luck and let us know how you Isn't go. Isn't glonky? Ronnie sounds like fun. I'd like to party with Ronnie. I'd like to get glonky with Ronnie. I would like to get glonky with Ronnie, but but not with Ronnie's bosses. Have you guys oh, seen that video where them. that guy says glonky? Do you know? Have you seen that? I don't know what you're no. talking about. What? Glonky? You talk amongst yourselves. Is this a know. thing? Okay, so this is the thing. No. I've never heard of the word glonky before except from this guy. Glonky guy like interview. I've heard it before and it, and it might have been on like a TikTok video or something. Hang on, I'll play a few guys. What if it's Sasha's got her phone out? One second. How are you feeling, man? I'm, I'm pretty lucky. <laughs> Say what? I'm fucking no. Yeah, I'm pretty lucky. <laughs> what? Yeah, we're out good. Right. How are you? Good. Can you finish these videos real quick? So that's the guy that's just a straight Is interview. Is that Ronnie? And the guy went up to the other guy and goes, oh, how you going, man? He's like, oh, I'm a little bit longer. <laughs> like he's just, oh, okay. oh, he sounds high as fuck. Um, yep. That must be where Ronnie, good taste in memes, Ronnie. I, enjoy I have that seen that. Well. I have seen that video before, but oh, my God. <laughs> Clearly not up on my memes. Uh, thank you for listening to today's episode. Just a reminder, we're going to one a week for the next few weeks um, because I'll be away. Jax was away. We're catching up. So one a week. So we will be back next weekend. Um, in the meantime, don't forget, you have to pay your listener tax. So send us a question to can we help you podcast at Gmail. Wait, is that the email? <laughs> Fuck, I've forgotten. Is it can we help you podcast yeah, at Gmail? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, was, fuck off. Sorry. We haven't recorded for three weeks. I couldn't remember. Can we help you podcast at gmail.com? Can we help you podcast on your socials or can we help you podcast.com? Thank you. And we will be back next yep. week. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. See Goodbye. you next week. See ya. Bye.
catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.